just a little too curious to suit me. Curious? He's downright odd. Welcome back to Talk of the Town on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC on WHTC.com and on the WHTC app for your smartphone. Once again, here's your host, Gary Stevens. Welcome back to Talk of the Town for this Tuesday, February 20th. It is Tuesday morning, so at this time, we do have our yard and garden hour with the master gardener, Jane Musen from DeBrine Seed. She joins us from DeBrine Seed, Washington Elm in downtown Zealand. DeBrineSeed.com if you want to look online. Jan, good morning. Hope all is well. Yes, it is. And good morning to you. And I was sternly told at a family get-together on Saturday, listen. We got your wife a hummingbird feeder. Put it up. Get some stuff <laughs> in it. Get some nectar in it. Please do so. We don't want it sitting downstairs collecting dust like last year. Okay. I may have to stop by to get some nectar from uh, DeBrine Seed for the hummingbird feeder. And we do have it. We have it ready, already made, or you've got it where you make just add water. So easy enough. But it is still too early. And I told my family members this. It is still yeah. too early to put it up. Yes, now, I will tell you when you have to put it up. Okay. I mean, I was, I was just saying, you know. I get told on the radio all the time about when to have the feeder going. So Yes. All right. I have now been dispatched to uh, execute <laughs> this duty. And by the way, I probably will be driving past uh, to Brian's seat a little bit, almost as, I would say, pretty as frequently as I did last year. And the reason is, last year, you had to do some playing, some dodge-em, getting around some construction. We yes. have more road construction this year. Business 196 gets torn up. So it looks like I'm going to have to go through Zealand to get home. <laughs> well, there are worse things than that. So uh, Between dodging traffic downtown Zealand and also dodging the trucks from uh, whatever that business is just to the west of you guys. <laughs> they, <laughs> they sometimes, you know, stop in the middle of the you know roadway and you have to sort of wait for them to... Nobody, yeah. Bu -bu 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 yeah, they're they're emptying things out for uh, in a quieter time when traffic wasn't so bad down there. Anyway, uh, let's see what's new at uh, the Brine Seed. Um, you still got some wild bird seed on sale, don't you? Yes, we do. Um, cardinal and chickadee. It's kind of fun to put that seed out to try draw those two birds in. Um, it, it always helps to put down what they like to eat, and you can sometimes attract the nicer birds that way. Um, also, we talked about this last week, bird peanut rejects. I always yeah. see that, and it's like, oh, so <laughs> give the birds the rejects of the food, or you treat birds <laughs> as rejects? Come on. They're birds. <laughs> no, it's the stuff that didn't quite make human human grade you know it could be 
they're too fine and they don't look nice. <laughs> it, it could be a multitude of things. So, but the birds will still eat it. Mm-hmm. And then sunflower chips also on sale this week. Too. Yes. So, yes. Uh, that's, you know, be nice to the birds and they'll, they'll, they'll say, they'll sing for you. That's about all they can do. Uh, indoor planting stations are on sale. Um, yes, we, and we've got a lot of them here right now and they're all on sale. Um, like the germination station and things like that. But we also have like the individual parts, like, you know, we've got trays, we've got peat pots, we've got lights, we've got heat mats. So you can come by and buy whatever you might need for your seed starting um, stuff. And I'll tell you, a lot of the greenhouses are coming and picking up their peppers and tomato seeds. So they're starting them. So it's a good Good thought that you could start yours at home, too, right now. Uh, wind chimes are on sale, too. Uh, yes. Um, we did bring some, you know, for for uh, Dan to hear, but he couldn't hear them, and they were so loud here that I was going deaf. But they are absolutely beautiful. Um, they are just the, the coolest things. Um, not something we normally have. I love it when the door opens because then some of the wind chimes start to start to sound and and I can hear that at my desk and it's very nice. No, yeah, good, good, good. So and then the other thing that uh, is going on at DeBrines, uh, vegetable seeds are now in. Yes, they're basically most of them are in. In fact, we're getting some of the you know we we almost sold out already so we're getting more in so um yes they're they're ready to go um we're we're gradually changing over to um we've got a new scanning system at the register so we're gradually turning everything over to be scanned and we're just i'm putting uh, the upc codes on everything right now um so pretty soon we should just be able to scan everything in. It goes much quicker. The guys love it downstairs. Um, you don't have to run and look up the prices. It's right there. So mm-hmm. we're kind of liking the new system. It's taking us old people a little bit longer to to get get the uh, drift of it. But hey, it's 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 going well. But people are really stacking up on seeds right now. Um, so yeah, come on in and get your seeds when it's a little less busy here, when you don't have to, you know, cut your way through the crowds to get to the seed drawers. If you got a question for the master gardener, Jan Muse, we've got time for maybe one quick question before we have to take our elongated break. 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450. Well, how did things go for you bird watching this past weekend for the Great Backyard Bird Watch? You know, I had fun. I had a lot of birds by my house. So I was busy doing my counting. Um, uh, uh, I did I did one count every day. So um, I had fun. I looked up when they, um, some of the things that Ottawa County was seeing. Um, they were, it was fun um, just to see all the birds that the, the people around here were seeing. But um, they had, oh, I... Um, oh, well, over 7,000 different species of birds that were seen over the course of the um, four days. Um, we only saw this, yeah, 7,630 different species around the, 
world. We saw 130 different species here in Michigan. Um, they have well over 250,000 people that have sent in a checklist, and more checklists are coming in all the time. So if you did it and you didn't send it in, it's t- you got till the end of the week. Um, and you can check out birdcount.org to see all the, the checklists that are coming in. And what's even cooler is to look at all the pictures from around the world of the birds that people have seen. It is just stunning. And Columbia, I believe, is seeing the most amount of different species. At least they were yesterday when I looked. But um, it's great fun now to see all the different counts that people saw. People around here were seeing a lot of shorebirds. So um, if, if you got down to the beach, you saw a lot of birds down there. Jan, it I don't want to say it's too early to bring this up, but considering we've had a relatively mild winter thus far, and I'm looking at our temperature swing where temperatures are in the 40s and 50s in the day and freezing or just below freezing at night, I'm thinking maple time, maple syrup time. Are we too soon for that, or is this the time to start thinking about it? When we have warm days like this and then it goes colder at night, perfect time. Um, my sister, my sister's had hers um, trees tapped for, oh, probably two weeks already now. So, um, yeah, get out there if you want to do it. Um, you know, you got to you got to do it while you can do it. So uh, oh. get it. Get it done now. The reason why I'm saying is it too early because normally we get the swing maybe a couple of weeks later. Like, the yeah. end, like, no, granted, yeah. yeah, today's the 20th. February ends uh, on uh, a week from Thursday. So we got, you know, we got nine days left. So we're almost to the end of the month anyway. But still, yeah. normally temperatures like this, we see that beginning of March. Yeah, it's kind of, it. we, we have this feeling that it's, oh, it's spring. But yeah, um, and maple syruping is normally, you got to slog through the snow to get to the trees. And But this time, hey, you don't have to do that. Um, get them out, get out there and get them tapped. Um, you know, it's 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 probably the middle of the season right now. Pretty soon it'll just be all warm and not, you know, the freezing at night. So get out there and tap them if you got them. Okay. Then I'm, I'm, I'm glad it's not too early to start uh, bringing this no. this particular thing up. Uh, other things uh, that this time of year we need to start uh, dealing with, dormant oil. Don't be dormant about dormant oil. Get get, get out there and take a, and, and use it if you need to. Yeah, if um, you've got, if we got a day that, you know, or a couple of days in a row where it's going to be warm, it is time to, to, it's a little early, but you can definitely spray your dormant oil on your, like uh, your apple trees or, any of your shrubs or whatever that have had a problem with um, scale or anything like that. What you do is you actually cover the entire, you know, the bark of the tree with the dormant oil. Spray very well above the, the branches below. Um, spray that all. Get it all sprayed down. And what it does is it suffocates all the insects that live in the in the uh, bark of the tree you know when you see the nut hatches and whatever go up and down the trees they're getting all those little insects that are in there but they don't get them all so the dormant oil is a good thing to spray right now it won't hurt the birds but it will help you not have the scale or the insects during the year 
Yeah. So uh, is we it, can't count on the freezing weather during the winter to kill them anymore. Okay. Okay. So is it too early to start using it or is it, is it okay? If we have a couple of days that are warm, do it. Don't do it if it's going to be below freezing. I think we got a couple of days here where it's going to be colder toward the end of the week. I wouldn't do it then. But then next week, it's, it looks like it's going to be wonderful again. But you could spray it now. We've got a tomorrow that's going to be nice, too. So I, I would go out there and spray it. Okay. 616-395-1450. If you have a question for the Master Gardener, Jane Musen, 616 616- Three nine five one four five zero. We're getting close to spring cleaning time, and that means uh, not only interior cleaning, which means we'll see a lot of garage sales coming, you know, you know, sprouting yep. out like weeds. That, like you know, first the garage sales sprout out, then we have the dandelions and the other <laughs> weeds sprout out too. So, uh, but the other thing about spring cleaning is cleaning the plants, the house plants. They need a cleaning too, don't they? They would really appreciate it if you would go by there because, you know, they get dusty in our houses during the winter. And, you know, we don't have the wind like, you know, there is outside to clean off the house plants. So get out there with a with a rag, a damp rag or a paper towel or whatever, and just kind of wipe them on down so you get all that dust off so actually it will help with the photosynthesis get all that sunlight down into there um on your fuzzy leaf plants like african violets a soft brush or a toothbrush just very lightly over the leaves you'd be surprised at how much dust there really is on those things so um yeah i get a, i dusted my plants off last week <laughs> yeah indeed um I want to show you, and I'm going to put it close to the camera. We got the um, uh, Google uh, Meet connection. I'm going to show this close to the camera. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, my wife got that from her mom. Let me make sure. That's an absolutely beautiful one. Wow, bright red. Yes, that's bright gorgeous. red. Yeah, and and this is the time of year, you know. The this uh, how how do you how, do you say goodbye to this plant? The 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 this. Um, you, the yeah. emeralds, you can yeah, yeah. Treat it, yeah, you can treat it like a house plant. Once the flowers are all gone, you cut off the flower stalk, and then it will send out all of these leaves. And you can put it outside during the summer when it's warm. Don't do it right now. It'd be too cold for them right now. But once it gets warm, you know, maybe in May um, where it's warm night and day, put them outside let it grow and then next fall you just bring it back in and put it put it in a cool dry spot and bring it out in november again and you'll have another plant um mm. so yeah you can definitely save save those things okay we'll we'll try our level best my neither one of us neither holly or i are, are really good you know we're not really green thumb people so well amaryllis are pretty easy to do so okay. you know they're pretty fool foolproof. No, oh, well, that's true. Uh for for us fools. Uh 1450 I I I meant to show Jan this because we 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 really didn't notice it. I mean my, my mother in law brought it in and wasn't any oh here's a gift for you and all that. No, she just brought yeah. it in and you know, you know, we were leaving for a family event, took a look. Wow. 
<laughs> that sprouted <laughs> out real fast. <laughs> surprise, 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 as the late Jim Neighbors used to say on Gomer Pyle. Uh, other things, and here's a point that you bring up every once in a while, Jim. Uh, that is available at the Brine Seed, Washington and Elman, downtown Zealand, open six days a week. Testing soil. And yeah. sometimes it's good to test the soil, not only for outdoors, but also indoors. Um, yeah, you can do, um, you know, if you've got some soil that you use on your plants or whatever, you can send in a sample. We have to know that that's what it's used for, because that is different than outdoor soil but yes you definitely can do that um you know and then you get kind of a, a, a an idea of what's going on with your soil what how much um nitrogen phosphorus uh potassium magnesium calcium some of those things um it's very good to know all of that um so yeah um it's it's a good idea some people just you know they look at it and go oh well it's sour soil you need to add lime you can't do that by texture by looking at it so um you got you got to send one in it costs 15 dollars. i do it once every three or four years like on your garden see if you're adding more um you know compost to it see if it's getting better during the course of the over years um and you know i'll tell you what you need to add and it's, it's just so much easier to have soil tests done. We can read the soil test here and, yeah, and tell you where to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound good, does no, it? No, 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 yeah, yeah. Tell you, we'll tell you where to go with this soil. <laughs> uh, but sometimes it might be saying, well, though, is, is this something in folks put up with me on this? Does it sometimes you need to rest your soil in terms of if you've put a lot of things, you've grown a lot of things in the soil, a lot of different things in the soil over the years. Can the soil get tired and sort of yes. build up the nutrients again? Definitely, definitely, definitely. And that's why they normally um, rotate crops. Like one year they might do corn or a couple of years row they do corn. Then they'll put soybeans in or buckwheat in. Just something different that's going to add add something different to the soil. But yes, um, they do that in in farming all the time. 616-395-1450. Before we continue, I do want to bring up this note. We just got a word from our friends at MDOT. Westbound I-196 at the Byron Road. Business 196 exit 55. It's closed down due to a crash. So please be aware of that. I-196 westbound, the Byron Road exit, business 196. Uh, it is blocked off due to a crash. So please be aware of that situation. Um, let me do something here. I just, I've been meaning to bring this up because our friend Jim Hayden, who, uh, uh, lets us know about things going on in Lake Town Township. Uh, sent this in uh, uh, last week as Lake Town Township is again contracted with the Outdoor Discovery Center Network for management of invasive species throughout the year. And they are going to talk about it tomorrow night's uh, meeting uh, at the Township Hall and a Parks Commission survey of residents last year ranked control of invasive species 
as a top priority, and they are going to be working on poison hemlock, phragmites, Asian bittersweet, common teasel, and purple loose strife, and autumn olive control. Are we talking about you need professionals to deal with some of this stuff? Um, some of it you can do on your own, um, but uh, sometimes you need to use a professional. But, yeah, um, I, it just hurts me when people talk about all oh, those beautiful purple flowers by the roadside in the ditches, and that's the purple loosestrife, and they want to plant some. Um, no, you don't want to. Um, it is it's like it's like the hemlock that overgrows or water hyacinths that overgrow. You don't want those cut off the stems before those seed, when the flowers first come out, cut them off. Um, don't let those seeds get out. It, it's one of the, you, people don't realize how bad it is for these invasive species to come in here. And you really got to be on the lookout. And I know Michigan State Extension is doing a lot on the invasive species right now, too. So, um, yeah, it is, a, it is a subject worth talking about. Uh, can invasive species be, shall I say, saboteurs? Uh, there used to be you'd go to a store and you'd get a, a big canister of wild flower seeds. Yeah. And you throw them out and, you know, you got wildflowers growing. Could they have some invasive species be saboteurs in there or no? Um, well, they they aren't meant to be. I mean, they've had a lot of, they, yeah, the flower seeds have changed over the course of, you know, the last 20 years. And we have, you know, our wildflower seeds are just species that are meant to be here. Um, none of them really take over. And then I say that, but we've got black-eyed Susans in a lot of them, and they can be a little bit bullies to the other ones, so to speak, and kind of take over also. But, um, you know, you just got to kind of watch it. You know, when we love black-eyed Susans up here, but there are certain states that they are an invasive species, and I cannot send them to. So I got to be really careful about that when I'm sending out seeds. So, um, yeah, <laughs> every state's got a different list of things that you can't send. Speaking about invasive species, one more thing, and then we'll take our break. Uh, you have on your list here, check hemlock trees. Is it, you know, how, are, can you spot the, uh, uh, the those uh, hemlock woolly adelgids now, even though it's not really insect season? Yeah, you can see them right now. They're little pieces of cotton right where the where the, the green part meets the twig, um, the branch. Um, you can see them right now. They're really, really um, predominant. So look, if you've got a hemlock tree, it usually starts right in the middle of the tree. It usually doesn't start at the bottom because it's usually picked, carried by birds. But do take a look up in your trees. Um, this can kill your tree, so you don't want your beautiful hemlocks gone. Um, it's easy enough to do. We've got the uh, bio-advanced tree and shrub that you put around it. You put it around it, and it will last for three years. So um, it, it's a good thing to do. Um, you spot yes, it, yeah, it now and then treat yeah. it later? I would spot it now, and I would treat it um, probably... Mid March, I would, you know, start treating the trees. Yeah. Okay. 
I just want to, you know, it's like a lot of people would see that and saying, we got to take care of it now, but maybe, you know, as you said, take your time uh, because uh, yeah. the stuff. You want the, the tree to be able to bring it on up. So um, let's wait until the, the weather gets a little warmer. Jan, let me bring up uh, a four letter word. D E E R. And with the weather getting a little bit nicer right now, this is danger time for your bulbs that you planted in the in the fall that will want to come up in the spring. Uh, we're going to start having to need to get uh, the uh, rodent stopper and the squirrel stopper and the deer stopper to make sure that we do have the star of the show coming up in April and May called the tulip. Yeah. Right now they are eating, um, you know, they're eating basically, you know, the trees, anything they can possibly find. Um, but I'll tell you, once they spot those little green shoots coming up, they don't have a chance um, to be living much longer. So, yes, um, if you planted a bunch of bulbs last fall, keep your eye out. Um, you may even want put a fence around it or whatever to keep those guys out um, and keep them spray, well sprayed. Um, we've got the new Everguard that can be sprayed in the winter. So you don't have to wait for the warm weather to spray your, your plants, et cetera. And you can put, they've got granules that you can put around like your, your, uh, your uh, beds of tulips or whatever you've got coming up. Um, but I would get out there and uh, try to save them right now. Um, yeah, they're going to be gone for good. Can you throw hot seeds on them <laughs> like you do with the bird <laughs> seeds? Well, I don't think, I don't know. I, I know they use like a hot pepper spray, okay. so I guess you probably could. Yeah, I'm um, just, I'm just, but if they're that hungry, I don't know. Sometimes I don't think that you know you could possibly keep them away. I, I hate to have to say, you know, get the snow fence out like they do in the city of Holland to, you know, <laughs> to, to blockade those things. But, uh, you know, this, you know, the early spring-like weather just makes me think about, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When you first see those things start popping up, um, you got to be on your toes. Because I'll tell you, my rabbits are just eyeing my tulip beds right now. I'm sure that. Sometimes they get a, there a little bit before I do, but oh, they can do, they can just eat your whole bed right on down. Let's get to a call before we finish our segment. Good morning. You're on the line with the Master Gardener. Yes, there was a robin in my yard. What, what do we feed robins? What do we feed Oh, robin? actually, they like suet, but they like the uh, mealworms. Uh, they like our peanut rejects. Um, so, yeah, and sometimes they'll eat uh, sunflower seeds, but they'd really love the mealworms. That would probably be their best. Uh, and, and they will eat fruit also. All right. Uh, thank, yeah. you. thank you very much for the call. 616-395-1450. Yeah. Robins are usually one of the first ones up here, aren't they? Or, uh, yeah, they're usually, yeah. Yeah. They're in the vanguard of all the migrating birds, <laughs> as they say. <laughs> They sort of uh, stake out, you know, get the early one. Uh, we, I saw a bright half moon this this morning as I was stepping out to head home, head to work here. So you have a tough subject here, and I, I thought about that when you mentioned the, you know, 
because of the moon. What is planting by the moon? And we've had a nice bright moon <laughs> out here. Yeah, so you can actually see. Well, it's the waxing and the waning of the of the um, of the uh, moon that really counts. And you, um, it, it, it's old farmer thing. Like you know, you always you plant your plant your um, seed potatoes on Good Friday because that's a part of the moon cycle that you can do it. You plant the um, the things that grow underground. Um, that is. Um, during the light or the waxing of the moon and well in other words you plant from the day the moon is new until the day it is full so that's why you plant your seed potatoes on good friday and you plant your uh, perennial flowers biennials and vegetables that bear crops below ground during the dark or waning of the moon in other words plant from the day after the moon is full until the day before it is new again. So it's kind of a bizarre type thing, but you know, people have been doing it for years and years and years and it works for them. But you, you know, again, you have to go out there and just common sense also, but it is kind of an interesting, uh, interesting way to start uh, your, your flowers and vegetables, etc. If you need to get more information from the Master Gardener, she is at the Brine Seed, Washington Elm in downtown Zealand. Open six days a week, closed on Sundays. Jan's number is 616-772-2316, 616-772-2316. And you can order your seeds from the Brine Seed at thebrineseed.com, D-E-B-R-U-Y-N-C.com. The Master Gardener, Jan Musen, joins Dan Evans with the Garden Party on WHTC Morning News around 8.40 on Tuesday mornings and joins us for the Yard and Garden Hour on Talk at the Town from 10 to 11 Tuesday mornings and then the Jan Musen Garden Show at 11 a.m. on Saturday mornings. Jan, thank you very much for the time and the information. We'll talk next week. Thank you. Okay. <laughs>